Welcome to the Detroit Lions Morning Rounds podcast. I'm Jimmy Liao, University of Michigan Medical School graduate, board certified in family medicine. So Stefan Gilmore, reportedly COVID positive on Wednesday morning today. This test was likely from Tuesday morning's PCR test, which takes up to 24 hours to return. I don't think they're doing daily POC or rapid tests. So he probably tested positive on yesterday's test, which was Tuesday. Now his COVID positive could be part of a mini outbreak along with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's positive forced the Patriots game to be delayed a day to Monday night. Now the incubation period for COVID, which is the time from exposure to COVID to the development of symptoms, is likely around five days, but could be up to 14 days. Now, that's also likely the range when you might convert from a negative test to a positive test, although that's uncertain. You can certainly test positive for COVID even if you're asymptomatic. Now, did Stefan Gilmore get COVID from Cam Newton, or is it possible that he got it during the game Monday night? We don't know. There could easily have been one two, five false negatives on the field Monday night that gave it to him or somebody in the Patriots locker room. This is why there may be very little risk difference between a game with all negative tests and a game with one or two positive tests that you find out later. This is because of the false negative rate, which could be 30% or higher. So there's a very good chance that Stefan Gilmer was a false negative during the Monday night game. And there's a good chance that there are many other players that were false negative. Now there's a a lot of people posting the images and video on Twitter and other sources of Gilmore congratulating Patrick Mahomes after the game, giving him a hug and worried that he now gave Patrick Mahomes COVID. Well, first of all, that was a very brief interaction he certainly could transmit COVID to other players. However, it's also quite possible that Patrick Mahomes was false negative for COVID and gave it to Stefan Gilmore. We don't know. Nobody knows. This is why the NFL, the players, and the country must accept that players will contract COVID and they will test positive for COVID, and that's not necessarily something to overreact to. Now, the Titans had two more positive tests announced today on Wednesday. So we're talking 20 total players and staff. I believe 11 players or so have tested positive. So these positive tests keep trickling in for the Titans. This is an example of why the NFL may need to consider just stopping postponing games and continuing to hold things off every time there's a positive test. Now, one good news for all the players who are testing positive now is they're on 90-day exemptions from being tested for COVID, which carries them through the rest of the regular season. So you're not going to have to worry about any of these guys testing COVID positive unless they're symptomatic, which is unlikely for these guys. Another point is at this time, seven to nine months into this COVID pandemic, it's likely a large percentage of players has already contracted COVID and may have some immunity to it. If I were to take a wild guess as to how many players have gotten COVID already, 
I'd say it's at least 50%. It could be 80%, 90%. It's been many, many months. These guys are young, active, very social guys who are out gathering together, working out together. The past couple months, they've been playing football together. So they've had a lot of exposure to a lot of other people over the past few months. They're not staying at home and totally quarantining themselves. Now, even if they have immunity to COVID, you can test positive again. But that does not necessarily mean it's a problem. It does not necessarily mean you're going to have severe symptoms related to COVID. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a high risk of infecting other people. So what should the NFL do now as far as this constant trick over the past couple weeks of positive tests? One option would be to consider drastically scaling back practices or even eliminating practices and just playing games so that players are simply not in much contact with each other. Coaches are not in contact with each other or the players. You could do virtual sessions, virtual teaching sessions, Maybe consider just walkthroughs, not 100%, non-padded practices, walkthroughs where everybody's wearing a mask and staying pretty far away from each other for a couple hours a day. Or again, just eliminating practices and just showing up to games. The other thing the NFL should consider doing is to stop postponing games. Again, just because somebody tests false positive doesn't necessarily mean the risk level for the upcoming game is significantly higher because false negatives are likely out there running around, catching passes, blocking, playing games anyway. So a handful of positive tests might not be worth doing anything drastic about. That's just something to consider for the NFL if they hope to have the season happen. Now, the NFL has made some changes just in the past couple of days. They've required a longer onboarding process for free agent tryouts, which I believe is six days at this point. They've banned gatherings outside of the club facility. They've limited the number of tryouts permitted per week to five. And they've implemented a league-wide video monitoring system to ensure compliance. I think all these are good moves by the NFL. The NFL is doing the best they can to tr- be proactive and try to prevent outbreaks, try to decrease contact, and limit exposure to others. So I think they're doing a good job overall with COVID. What I think they need to do better with is to publicly start announcing and recognizing that there's going to be risk. And if we're going to play football, there is risk. And we should probably just go ahead and plow through the season, even if they're or a handful of tests that are positive during the week. Now, if the NFL was planning to go and postpone games because of one or a handful of positive cases, then maybe they should have built in a full league bye week every four weeks or so. Now, there are pros and cons with that as well. If there's a bye week that happens full league and everybody or most everybody's testing negative, then probably would have been better that they play the game, try to get those games in before something worse happens later in the season. So pros and cons with everything. But if I'm running the NFL, I'm probably saying, screw it, let's just play games as scheduled. 
if players test positive, we'll keep them out minimum two days, maybe even up to five days. Remember the original plan, the original COVID protocol in the NFL was a five-day quarantine after a positive test. That's been decreased down to three, then two, then potentially even one if they can deem it a false positive, which I still have questions about. Look at my previous videos and podcasts for further discussion about that. So those are my quick thoughts about Stefan Gilmore, the Titans, etc. Feel free to leave any disagreements, debates, thoughtful discussion. I'm open to all that on my YouTube comments or Twitter at Jimmy Liao MD. Thanks.